Hello, cool kids, and welcome to the ninth episode of Autonomic. I'm Kat Cool, your host and narrator. Before we get started, thank you so much to everyone who reviewed. We've just passed the 75 reviews mark, which means we get to release Izzy's Spotify playlist. We'll release the playlist tomorrow and link it both over on Twitter and in the show notes. I want to really take the time to thank everyone who's left us an iTunes review. These reviews specifically help other people find the show, so it means a ton to us that you take the time and make the effort to leave reviews. Thank you so much to Emily Schmemily, Dr. Strange 91, Lundgren, Undyne 420, Lord of Cinder 117, Ill Met by Moonlight, Weird Girl 13, Dr. Mooseman, Abba Micah, JYTB, M Viking Guy, Nine of Words, Lottie Ginn, Carl, <laughs> Zeroa2572, Dima Goblin, Endless Wastes, George Cardas, Solid Jake DA, Peridot Rose, Magical Girl Kira, Blah Blue, Ginger Reckoning, Ryder Filzy, Zach William, Me Donna B, Matt from Indiana, Toria Lay, The Other Tracy, Orpheus Protocol, Ghost J, Senna Sos, One Hit Point, and Arwen SB. Thank you. You're all the best. Thank you also to any international reviewers I wasn't able to find. Your efforts mean the world to us. Next up, our goal is 100 reviews. We'll be releasing both Maya and Monique's playlists, as well as giving control of our Twitter account over to Izzy for a day. I'm really excited to get there and to read all of your comments along the way. Also, next week, the show hits double digits. I'm pretty thrilled to get to episode 10, and I'm planning to release a recipe to celebrate. If you like sweets and are looking to have fun in the kitchen, look forward to next week. Now, dream with me a while. Our nomics combined. Such an event has not taken place on respite in some time. There are few alive who know that it's even possible. I wonder if somewhere out in respite, other children are realizing their power. Realizing the importance that teamwork, empathy, sympathy, understanding will play in their ability to survive the world's ills. Our nomics will soon have their ability to coexist tested. After all, dorm living forces people to be pretty close together. Dr. Bravo and the president and Ms. Moon barreling in, headed by Dr. Bravo. Dr. Bravo, without saying anything, just grasps a long cord under her neck, and then one of many necklaces holds out a hand, doesn't say anything, and casts a big, fluffy, white, poof spell that, like a fire extinguisher, goes and extinguishes the flame in the room, and then looks around wild-eyed at the havoc that has been wrought on all of you, then looks over and seems to be assessing the summoning circle situation, and then the president of the Sunlands just goes, What happened? This is going really well! Dr. Bravo, still not saying anything, comes over to where the two of you are doing your summoning, snatches something out of Asteria's hand, grabs a different cord on her necklace, grabs the book, says, And the monster shrinks 
face down back into its book. Oh, okay. Thanks. Huh. You're welcome, by the way. Are any of you injured? No, I think I got healed up. Everyone else get healed up? We were and then we weren't. I think Zephyr might have gotten burned. Oh, yeah. He got wrecked real hard. Yeah, he should uh, see the nurse. And I think I speak for all of us that if you're going to assign blame, we all share it equally. Wait, what blame? Do people think this was not an incredible success? I mean, did you see what we did out there? It was awesome! So, she's standing over the Narconomic, who has not come out of the trance. (laughs) She's still asleep. After a second, Ms. Moon comes over and, like, tentatively shakes the child. Zephyr, in his shell form, is on the ground next to her, so Mm. she picks him up and shakes the shell in an attempt to get him to come out, and he is not coming out. Ms. Moon's trying to assess these children's health, and it's not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And the president of the Sunlands, not having gotten any response the first time, of Veneche, a very old frog, wearing resplendent robes, warbles again and shakes her little frog fists, and is like, what happened? Brennan has been writing the incident report. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as his mother walked into the room, he stood at attention. He's never been in a situation like this before, so just knew. He's like, okay, I have to go do this. And he went over to the desk and got pen and paper. Is like feverishly writing, going to hand this to the Madam President. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what happened here. Dangerous objects were left into the care of minors. <laughs> That's really good use of passive voice, Izzy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We are not at fault at what happened because, you know, it's just circumstance, you know? Oh, it's the circumstance know? of a green monster. Wait, yes, we are. Book. <laughs> we just unlocked all of our gnomic powers at once. It was incredible. Their faces indicate that they're oh, not Now pleased. I see from what they've said in their yeah, body language the that bottom. they believe this to be a bad thing as well. How in-depth is this it rep? It's shorthand, but it's play-by-play. Okay. So Brennan, with a flare of a signature at the end, writes it and then also prints his name underneath, and then walks over and does a bow and hands over three pages, front and back. Good margins. This is something that the president of the Sunlands understands. Mm-hmm. So she clings to sanity and <laughs> starts reading the report until she gets to the part that doesn't make any sense. And she looks up at you. Did I spell something wrong? Please tell me I didn't spell something wrong. I am not here to read your fairy tale, young man. And she hands you back the report. Would someone please tell me what happened here? What part? Okay. Madam, Madam President. Madam President. Um, okay. <laughs> so, a thing happened in which, I'm not going to name names, but a person <laughs> fell in, was smashed into a bookcase. Oh, no, and then say it was me. Okay. I got real smashed. She which got real one smashed. are you, young I'm child? The, I'm Izzy. I'm the, I'm just Izzy. I'm which just... one is Izzy? The chicken gnomic. Oh, okay. I'm going to just give it away. Which one are you? I'm the screen gnomic. Carry on. Okay, so the bookcase, books fell down. Well, one book in particular fell down. And this, like, green, really huge monster, three, One moment, six small child. Elena, which book? Dr. Bravo looks over. She is going over to a series of cords that are by the window that have a number of icons by them. She pulls a red one that has a medical symbol and says, Kalashunai's Journal. The president's eyes narrow slightly. Then she looks back at Maya. Continue, small child. This really huge monster comes out and dude has like got these really dark black eyes and he was so green and tall and he had... We saw him. Yes. Yeah. So, God, imagine our surprise. So, I mean, we had to take him down. We did our best. (laughs) Right. So all of this does comport. However, you, which one are you? We've met before. Okay. Uh, no, that is not what I am asking. Okay. okay. Uh, the Bellonomic, madam. Right. You were suggesting some fanciful combining of nomics. I think 
think I'm the least fanciful person yeah, here. Yeah, it did. It happened. What? I combined with Monique, yeah. uh, and then we turned into like these huge jaguar baboons. It was really cool. Jaguar monkeys. Uh, yeah, you had the, to be there. Yeah, jaguar <laughs> monkeys, and there was like 10 of them. And, and, then, and then the crown went onto my staff, and it formed this giant crown staff weapon, and oh, yeah. a giant light sh- shone out of it. Probably the coolest I've ever felt. Yeah. It was, and I could hear all of Izzy's thoughts when she was with Monochrome. And then I... And then Mayan and I did something, too. Yeah. We, like... Yeah. We smashed things and... They turned he... into a giant yeah. armor paladin thing. Yeah. Knight discard. Yeah. Yeah. You had armor and... I don't, I don't lie. That's impossible, though. Oh, I did it. It was fun. Yeah, we did it. I'm gonna do it again. Well, if you did it, do it again. Okay. Okay. Uh, we run at each other. <laughs> we just we just run at each other run. and like slam our bodies. And then together. Monochrome like leaps off at Izzy. Izzy goes into jaguar form and then purrs and opens her mouth. Okay, Monochrome with full confidence balls herself up and rolls into Izzy's mouth. The president of the Sunland. There's a little tail hanging out. Yeah, looks extremely unimpressed. And then looks over to Doctor Bravo, who is looking at you all with high interest. Madam President, I would like to escort these children to the nurse's office, so I believe that there were some things that you wanted to say to them. I spit up Monochrome. Monique is, like, sweating, because he, he, Monochrome was just in Izzy's mouth! <laughs> Monochrome does a spit shake. Yeah. And then Monochrome, like, leaps onto Monique's shoulder to be groomed, and he, like, takes a hand out like he's going to groom her, and then he's like, We'll have to take a bath later. Ms. Moon claps. Everyone comes to attention. Every child who is capable of doing so, please take a seat. I walk over and sit. I'm still kidding. Thank you. Assuming that the rest of you also do. So yes. Yeah. 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 Maya pulls up a chair. Nismoon is staying by the children who do not seem to be capable of being in this at the moment. And it's you guys and Asteria and Emmy, right? Mm-hmm. The president looks a little, a little out of sorts, but comes to the front of the thing. Well, all right. I was going to attempt to assign all of you a mission, but I especially seeing the state of this report and the state of this room. Uh, you all seem a little... I agree with Dr. Bravo's assessment. You are all a bit young for this. Perhaps in a few years you'll be ready. No, you should give it to us now! Did you see how we took that monster down? That is part of what I mean. I feel that that monster would not have been a problem if you were a little more established. I'll pay close attention to your progress. Don't do anything like this again. All right. She walks out. I think that went really well. Ms. Moon left with okay. the mm-hmm. president because presidents can't just. Presidents can't they just. just you can't just walk the around. Can't they just. can't just. Dr. Bravo walks over. What happened? Brennan hands you the report. <laughs> she reads it. She puts it on her desk. There has been precedent for gnomic combinations. However, this is exceedingly rare. This did happen. She looks to the Maginomic and the Archaeonomic, and Asteria raises her hand. Indeed, it did. Both pairs established the combination of the syn- synthesis? Synthesis. The, the synthesis pairs. All right. This did take place in the past, but rarely, mostly between gnomic twin pairs. So this variety of combination is unprecedented. I'm going to ask that as you all go about your training, you see if you can do this again. Yeah! Yeah, we've got this. I do not believe that you do. You have ruined my office. <laughs> you will all be... It's not fair. What is that, Bellinomic? Mm, nothing. He said it wasn't fair! No. <sighs> Would you care to elaborate? 
stands up, straightens out his uniform as best he can. Certain people did certain things, and certain people couldn't help but to do certain things. And so to to hold us all to blame for stuff that we didn't do and that others may have done or incited, it's not fair. I understand that you are all very new. However, you are a team, and until you function as such and can be trusted to have each other's best interest at heart, even when you are acting as individuals, you will be treated as a team and you will take team punishments. So you will not have your club day, and instead, Ms. Moon will be spending some of her administrative resources rebuilding this space. You will be taking care of some of her other tasks. I will leave the rest of this punishment allocation up to her on fish day. Additionally, I no longer believe that I can trust you alone, so you will be highly monitored. Right. Feel free to talk amongst yourselves as we wait for the school nurse. And she moves around to the back of her desk and starts writing amidst the chaos. Oh, I yeah. want Support team. to have taken something from yeah. from holy smokes office. from the office office. Yeah, roll me office. something. Are we for back it. on air? It's probably going to be deceived, right? Yeah, yeah. Hachi machi. Ten, nine, six, six. Oh, you failed. I failed. I know what happens, so you got it. But draw one of those cards. Okay. Came out on top. Aeronomic freedom flight impermanence. Okay, so you guys spent the whole afternoon in the nurse's office. Eventually, Zephyr came out of his shell. He did have some burns still. He was very concerned about making sure that the books were all transported to where they're supposed to go to. Mm -hmm. And the nurse was just like, hey, stay in bed. The narconomic took a really long time to come out of that. That trance mm -hmm. and when they did they're just like oh what happened i guess i had like a really weird dream um what was it dreams can be symbolic i was late to a class but not at this school at my old school but it was a class that i didn't have and i had like lots of requirements for it it was just like a big really stressful i'm not used to having dreams like that did you know it was a dream when you were in it no it felt like really real huh. so did we're in the nurse's office now mm -hmm. did, did i just go to sleep in the middle of the whole thing yeah mm -hmm. i just like had a I just went to sleep. And there was... Well, then you used your pillow for a little bit but, uh -huh. to put out some fire, which was aces? Yeah. Aces. The moment people look away, the smile goes from his face. He's trying to take his mother's orders so seriously. Izzy's gone to sleep on her pillow. Buck up, kid, because guess what? We have detention. What? Yeah. <laughs> you slept through it all and you get detention too. When? Fish day. Welcome to the team. Maybe you get to sleep through that too. I was actually looking forward to sleeping on fish day because fish day is one of the only days on the schedule where we don't really have class. Well, if you sleep, we won't wake you up. Okay. Thanks, I guess. We speed through what you guys do in the nurse's office, which is mostly be tended to by the nurse, who is a big burly dude. He used to work with your dad. He a was ship's doctor. He was a, big, a, he was a ship's doctor. He, yes, he was oh. a ship's doctor. <laughs> he, has a, he has a leg amputated. That's oh. the part of why he's back here. Does he have a peg leg? Yes, he has a peg leg. Yeah. yeah. We haven't met an adult unicorn person. Oh, we haven't met an Alex. No, we have Alec. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. healing hornbeam. We have one Alec who's like very dainty, but now we have the the biggest. <laughs> Alec. But like, yeah, and like, yeah. He takes care of you guys, but he's also very intense about you guys <laughs> staying in your cots. So that's how you spent your day. Everybody else was in class learning things. Mm -hmm. You're in the nurse getting killed. So a bunch of other adults keep coming by during the day. People keep coming mm -hmm. by and getting chiropractic adjustments and stuff. Oh and yeah, get in there. Everyone calls him Skipper. <laughs> 
at some point in the day, Ms. Moon comes by and you are all given your sleeping pods and what your study pods will be. This is the priority information that you now need to know. What your dorm situation will be, that there are quad dorms, so rooms of two that have a communal, very limited cooking area. Then also your study pods. Everybody who is in the support program has been classified into, as Dr. Bravo had alluded to earlier, four categories of study, diplomacy, technology, information, and defense, and then put under you guys' nomics in support positions. Mm -hmm. So you get to see how those have been allocated. For example, who is a class member that you guys like? Car! Cool! Everyone does double duty. Car is on defense, and car rolls up under the Scrutonomic and the Magronomics. So, under Monique. So, like, that'll probably go pretty well. We also, if you guys remember, Tyrest? He's the class president. No. No, Maya Maya is the class president. But he is in the diplomacy thing, which suits him because he was doing all of that stuff. So, Tyrest rolls up still under the Magronomic, but also under the Chickenomic, which might be a little tense because they got into that little fight. The Chickenomic, under diplomacy, has two people. You have a lot to deal with. And then Remy and Guava Rodriguez, because it's anticipated that in diplomacy, the Chickenomic will need a double support. Mm. Everybody has a category under which they have two people. What do I have double up? Information. Like, of course. (laughs) Because we'll be bad at that particular skill, or? Not exactly. The Scrutinomics is information. It's Mm. just, it's not that he'll be bad at information. There's a lot of work. It's just that there's... Yeah, so diplomacy is like kind of like human interactions is kind of what is yours is defense oh yeah so you have Asparo Pazimino and Mal Salazar who you haven't met yet Maya's is also defense Mal Salazar again and then Nandi Kumalo who we also haven't met two people that we haven't met who are our roommates that is a different sheet but you guys guess who it is it's us it's you guys yeah yeah we're in one room you're in one room and you guys are in one room oh You are now in your rooms. You have large beds, like teen-sized beds. Whoa! Is Fiona in the room? Fiona is currently not in the room. Other features in this space. There is an icebox. There is one sofa and two little chairs. Mm -hmm. One window apiece that are very, very, very small in each of your individual rooms. And one that's of a decent size in your main area. How small is small? Monochrome size, not Monique size. But the other one's Monique size? Yes. I think we definitely will have a fireplace, but it's too small for anyone to escape up it. That's great. I like that. It's a magic fireplace that only acts Activates under certain conditions. When it's cold, there is a sink and an ice box are your mm. other cooking implements. There's um, a tree right outside the window, which is tall enough to support a child's weight that you can climb down. Fine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in each room, there is completely mismatched dresser mm-hmm. drawers and uh-huh. things like that because they were just shipped in from different places. I love that. Time, yeah. Right, they didn't have yeah. time. Yeah. So, like, someone has one that's like very like ornate. And yeah, and one has one that's like, like Palo Alto wood. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. This is really worth noting. This dorm is a recent addition to the complex oh. because they've never had to house this many students before. Yeah. So it is Stoneborn made. The place <laughs> where you guys are taught is made of a combination of like this beautiful blue marble and then wood that's really a gorgeous construct. And this is made out of terrakinesis and the sand of the island. So it's oh. a much more the walls are all very smooth and not concrete but kind of mm-hmm. very industrial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe the doors have been imported too 
I think like they're that? like the doors for a barn where they're one whole door, but you can also just open the top of it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, your class books are on your beds and above your desk they have like a... Oh, this is so, but then everyone's personal items are in there? Yeah, I guess everybody has like a trunk on top of right. their thing. Yeah. So that's that. You guys have arrived. It is just after curfew and the big doors, mm-hmm. they're like big old barn doors with a big padlock situation. Neither end of the hall have been kachung locked down for the night and Mix Pooka is like, okay everyone, we're locking it down. I'll be in my room if you need anything. Lights out in two hours. There are like the distant cries of playing children. Mm-hmm. Brennan goes right to Mix Pooka's room. As he walks over to whichever dresser is hers and takes whatever the thing was that she took from... Yes! You take it and you put it into one of the things that is a personal item of yours yeah. so that they'll be less likely to find it. Mm-hmm. And you put it away. What is a personal item of yours? It is a coin purse huh. that hooks around a belt loop mm-hmm. that she's carried around for a long time. It's leather, soft, supple leather. It's one of the only things she has from her parents. Cool. And she always kind of keeps it on her. Okay, so it's on you then. Well, it hadn't been, mm-hmm. but now it is. And then she just flops onto her bed with her shoes on. Did you guys keep bunk beds? Here's the thing. I think I want to sleep under both the beds because like, <laughs> I want to make like a little cave underneath yeah? the bed. Okay. That's what I want to do. So you can have either one. What I think we should do is like we should try to like loft both the bunk beds. Huh. So like there's enough room underneath for me to like have a little cave. I, I just okay. take the sheets <laughs> off of one and then like <laughs> scoop boot underneath the <laughs> underneath the bed. You can have either. I'm going to make a cave, an Izzy cave. You're welcome to come, but I need to set a password first. So please, we are under construction. And <laughs> she just crawls underneath. She gets up on the ladder and she like ploofs down on the bed but then she's like oh wait and so she takes off Brennan's shoes and kind of chucks them across the oh, end of the yeah. room she starts wiggling her toes and is like oh, Maya what's your sleeping you schedule here? life you a day um, person night person what's the sitch definitely a day person okay. I have to get up in the morning and recharge like a like a like a solar panel what's the so uh, you know in the morning I get up and in order to, like, recharge my Alec powers, I have to go out in the sun. Izzy pops her head from underneath the bed. Really? Yeah. That's how that works? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Uh, you know, I'm I'm connected to respite. You don't need to, like, eat or drink anything? You just, like, get all your power? It's like a being, like, from I the mean, sun? I am half human, so I do have to eat. And, oh. Yeah, I like, I like fruit. Fruit's good. Fruit's fine. <laughs> I have so many oranges from the nurse's office. I like pocketed a ton. <laughs> I only had, I only took one orange. I took all of them. <laughs> I took all of the oranges. It's free stuff. We cut back to the skipper just looking at his fruit stock. <gasps> and then double taking <laughs> at high alert. <laughs> back yeah. to you guys. Yeah, you can have any of these. I got oh way too many. Thank you so much. She reaches down from the top bunk and takes out an orange and just starts peeling it. And but it's a beautiful peel where it circles. Oh, perfect. Oh no, yeah, it's oh. yeah, my broken. Yeah. Gosh, that's so cool. I do the one thing. It's like, oh, I'm a cat, or I'm a I'm a person, or no, I'm a cat. Oh no, I'm a person. That's kind of it. So, are you a knight? person well it i'm kind of like up and down at all hours and then if i get tired i just stop i'll try not to keep you up though i'm learning to respect other people's boundaries (laughs) (laughs) let's let's check in on the boy side you're with mixed uh yeah we go into our room and immediately 
look around and see the setup and how, like, there's more stuff. There's, like, nothing of mine there. He looks underneath the bed. There's not much places to hide in this room and doesn't see Fiona. And that's all he really wanted to do at the end of the day was just pet and be with her. So he, on the balls of his heels, just turns and goes out. Monique follows you into the room and he, like, looks around at the room and then he turns around as though he's going to say something and you're, like, already gone. And then he looks at the two beds and his face kind of scrunches up because he sleeps in a hammock at Uh home. So he, like, doesn't understand. He doesn't know how to bed. So he, like, he stands on one of the four posts of the bed and, like, just stands up there and then he turns around and looks for monochrome. This is an idea. Yeah. Monochrome, we need to talk about what happened today. We need to do, like, a debrief. A debrief? Yeah. There were a lot of suspicious things that happened today, and I think we should talk about them. And also, do we have a roommate now? What's that about? Brennan? Yeah. I think we live with Brennan. That's weird, because, like, I live with you. So now there's three of us. We live with Brennan. Can we, like, live in a tree instead? I think we live with Brennan. But I saw a tree. We could probably reach it. Okay, open the window. No, wait, hold on. There's probably an alarm, and I don't know how to get rid of it. If it's magic, we should probably... Let's ask our new friend! Exactly! We have five friends now. (laughs) We should ask our fifth friend. Yes, let us ask our fifth friend. And then... Our least reliable friend. Wait, wait, hold on. Our least reliable friend. Is that true? Wait, which friend are we talking about right now? We're gonna get it right. Hold on. Asteria. Oh. Melia. Yeah? Luna E. Estrella? Mm-hmm. I got it. Right. I was talking about Asteria. Our least reliable friend. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> fair. So he takes out a bulletin board, which is one of the things that he took, oh and God. he puts it up on the wall. Yeah. And then he takes out some yarn, and then he starts to write on a piece of paper, reliability index. Yes. And then he thinks better of it, <laughs> and he's like, monochrome, we probably shouldn't leave this information out in the <laughs> open. So we should write it in the clue book. Having a roommate is difficult. Yeah, there's so much you have to think about. We probably can't even talk to him telepathically. We can put it in the book, though. But we also have to talk about the mysteries, but we can do that later. I think we should talk to Brennan about how to respect his space, because I feel bad about when we walked in on him earlier. Well, let's write it in the book, and then let's go talk to our least reliable friend. Uh, and then I think we can cut from there. Yeah, let's go to Brennan. Least are you looking for Fiona? Or no, are you he's going to, to go to Mix Puka. Puka to ask us if they're the hallway monitor or whatever. They would know. Also, they are a friend of So you get to Mix Puka's room and just a minute, Mix Puka's talking to somebody and you wait a few seconds and mm-hmm. then Mix Puka opens the door and Mix Puka's in there with a giant tiger. <laughs> what? Hello, Brennan. Uh, um, Fiona? Oh, yes. Where is she? Do you know? None of my things are in that new room, but I... Oh, None of your things are here? I Uniforms and books, but none of my... No. Mix Puka appears to be thinking. That appears to be an oversight. One that I'm sure will be rectified tomorrow. Okay, I just need to... I don't know if we need an escort now or something, but can we just go and get... If she, if she's still in the room, she needs to be fed, and, and I, I would... I can't sleep without her, so can we, can we just go... Brennan, no. For the night, things have been shut down, and you know how dangerous things are. She has enough food for the night. But if, some, if somebody thought to do that, then why couldn't they just bring her here? And why? These are reasonable questions. And of course, I understand why you're feeling stressed out about this, Brennan. But unfortunately, you know how dangerous the island is. You're strong. And I have this now. I want to roll. It's going to be a six. Oh. 
Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was a fail. No. Yeah, you, you <laughs> failed. Yeah, yeah, you got two ones. Draw a card from the nomic deck, please. Go, yes. Thank you. Okay, upside down, Judonomic, justice, equality, law. <laughs> this does feel pretty unjust, doesn't it? So yeah, you're not wavering or whatever. There's nothing that I can do, Brennan. Why am I getting less than everybody? I don't understand. Like, why am I getting less consideration than everybody else? I don't know what. I didn't do anything wrong. I prepared for everything, and I don't know why it's. Would you like <laughs> physical contact? Okay. Mix Puka gives you a very nice hug. <laughs> This yeah. doesn't seem fair. However, there is nothing that I can do until the morning. Please try to have a good night. When you get up for rounds, can you just get, make sure, can we go right first thing? Yes, of course. And he walks away. In the meantime, bulletin board is set up. Yeah. There's a lot of yarn. <laughs> a lot of yarn. Yeah. How There's many colors? Five. Various strings. Mm -hmm. We've got like, so Monochrome and Monique actually have very similar handwriting and very similar uh, like drawing styles. We can styles. tell the difference. We is it handwriting that would be great for an a monkey or is it handwriting that would be really <laughs> bad for a Both. And actually this works to his advantage because it means people can't really decipher the notes that well because the handwriting is so bad. <laughs> right. And there are different images like chibi faces of all of his friends. Aww. And then there is a shadowy face as well. Mm. And there is a note that's a question mark next to it. And then next to that, there is Z. Z, 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 and like a dream sort of doodle. Mm. And underneath the note says, talk to Maya, question mark. And then underneath, <laughs> talk to Key, exclamation mark. And then underneath Brennan, you can see a couple of notes. And one is like, talk about shared boundaries. And then underneath it's like, <laughs> try to figure out what's bothering him. And then the third thing is just like, does Brennan sleep in a bed? Who knows? And then underneath Izzy, the to-do list is like, figure out how to do a cool dance again. And then <laughs> underneath, apologize for calling her a compulsive liar. And then underneath, that note is figure out why she's a compulsive liar. <laughs> and then underneath Maya, the note is figure out how to be cool. There's another note right there that says, what's going on with Maya's ear? And then there's one more like uh, kid's face and it's the face of Manasa. Mm -hmm. And then underneath, there's several notes that were written and then erased and then written and then erased over and over again. And then the last thing that's just up there is figure out why. And so that's the scene he's standing with his back to you. And both he and Monochrome are obviously in a telepathic conversation. Good news, everyone. I flooded oh. the tub. Monique turns around. Why? I know exactly how much water the tub can contain and how much it cannot. I have a question. Yes. Was it with fur that you stopped up the stopping mechanism on the tub? Thank you for asking. No one ever asked me about my methods. It was a combination of some rags that I found and also a little bit of uh, uh, some of my own fur, but that always kind of falls off anyway. Anyway, and then I also put in just spit. It was intentional then. <laughs> yeah, I needed to find out how much water the tub would hold. All right. This has not alleviated my fears. Well, the tub's drained now, but it also is very wet in there. So be careful and don't slip. But also, if you want to flood the tub, know exactly how. Hi, Brennan. How's it going? Uh, hello. Um, I'm Brennan. He doesn't <laughs> even know what to do. Do you want to um, leave? Do you want to sit? Do you want an orange? <laughs> this is too much overload right now. <laughs> he walks in wet floor. I feel like you asked if he wanted an orange, but still just threw him one without even waiting. <laughs> yeah. Want an orange? Like an orange just bounces off his <laughs> chest, and he sits down and tries to like buck up, and then he just starts to cry oh. into his hands. And then money goes and stands in front of <laughs> Brennan and says, "I would like to comfort you." <laughs> He doesn't say anything, but he kind of, he just nods in his hands. Yeah, nailed it! Hmm. Should we make him laugh? What, um, we, what should we do? Uh, do you need a hug? Brennan kind of looks up and, like, just with these sunken eyes, shrugs as if, like, I don't know what will help. It's enough of an affirmative for he'll take whatever you're giving. Monique, you pat him on the back. 
I'm going to give him a hug. Mm-hmm. Usually, my mom likes to make something like warm. Do you have any warm liquids? Yes, any, there's like, lots of hot liquid or... on the ground oh. that I've spilled out of the tub. <laughs> I'm going to make tea out oh. of the ground and liquid. Oh. But I'm also like, I could tell that he's upset, so mm-hmm. I'm starting to clean up all the puddles. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll wait for your signal. All right, and break. Monique like walks right up to you. Ugh. He tries to make eye contact with you about which shoulder to pat, mm-hmm. and then he pats you. How is this working for you? Do you want monochrome to lick the arm? I don't want anybody to lick me. <laughs> That's like the first like, he'll audibly answer. Uh, I just ask, because sometimes monochrome licks my face and it feels nice. Okay. Sometimes Fiona will put her nose on mine. Oh, yeah. Well, let's go get Fiona. Where is she? I don't know. What do you yeah, mean you I'm don't know? Where she, did you leave her? She was in my room. Okay, so let's moment. go to your room. Maya picked up the orange that plopped on the ground, <laughs> and with her skirt, she dried it off and then peeled it, and so as you guys are talking, she walks over to Brennan. She hands over the peeled orange. She hugs him. A good three-second hug, you know, and then a little pat-pat. Guess we have to go get Yana. We should go get her. I mean, I already asked, and they said we can't go. Wait a second. Hold up. They said that we couldn't do something? We need to figure out how to unalarm this window. Oh, I've already done it. How? I just broke off the... I just broke it. Monique's face gets, like, thoughtful, and then he walks over to you, and then he tries in a stage whisper, Is this compulsive lying? Oh, no, 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 no. She did try, and she thinks that she did it. Okay, well, that's cool, but (laughs) if you did it wrong, then your room is going to be a place where we might get in trouble. So what I was thinking is we go talk to the first... We go talk to the Maginomic and figure out how to get rid of the alarm, because if anyone knows how to get rid of the alarm, it's probably her. Then we can go find Fiona, and (laughs) we can get her and bring her back, and then we'll have a way to escape if something goes wrong. Hey, you guys, what you doing? What? Tyrest. Oh, Oh, hey. Why is there water all over the floor? He's trying to be cool. (laughs) He's adopted. You've noticed that he's adopted some of Carr's posing. (laughs) He's leaning over the edge of the the (laughs) farmer door, because it's not lights out yet, so those doors have got to be open. Tyrus, just for my log, we're friends, right? Yes, I hope to be friends with all of you. He's got a little smile. Brennan is now like full on, definitely give me physical contact railroad. So he just like stands up and just goes for a hug. To Tyrus? Yep. He goes for it. He's good at hugging. He looks concerned. Are you okay? Kind of like gestures with one arm for everyone to like fill him in. Monique looks at Maya. Well, Brennan is very upset because uh, he does not have... Fiona. We all have our stuff except Brennan. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to bust out Fiona. Who's Fiona? Is my mongoose goose? His pet. Well, as class president, Maya, I don't think you should be disobeying the rules. I actually came to talk to you about president business. Uh, Izzy walks over to Brennan. Right, this is my own special blend. It's a combination of hot tub water, the juice of one orange, a little bit of the ground, and a nice smooch for me. Kind of breaks from the hug. <laughs> he sips on it. Since you weren't in class earlier, we well, we all got stuck trying to pick class names. We could either be guava class, fig class, orange class, lemon class, one of those. And it came down to that we were even split on what we were going to be. And then it, we need a president's decision. Um, look, all right. How many votes do me and Monochrome get? One. Hmm. And then Monochrome <laughs> and, and then you look at each other and there's like a doo you like, <laughs> I choose orange because it's the last thing that I saw. <laughs> that definitely seems in character for you. Thank Guava, you. Guava, fig, orange, and... Lemon. Lemon. What about papayas? Should we make a new class? Yeah. Let's just make a new one. We have to go vote with everybody. Overrule. <laughs> We're going to overrule and go with papaya. We're going to overrule what the rest of the class spent the day coming up with. Wait, it took you a all day? day? <laughs> go with papaya. To come up with four fruits? Well, if that's what Maya wants, and Tyrese doesn't look very happy. I, okay, I, okay, okay, okay. 
let's go with orange because I like the first. Well, if we want to go with your personal preference, that's fine. And he checks orange. All right. It's nice to see all of you. Bye. Wait, did you mean that? You said that weird. We may have to update our friend list. (laughs) (laughs) Who's our across the hall mates? Great question. Oh, the thing that makes the most sense is the twins Uh and Pablo. So Uh, Pablo gets his own. So there's um, Pablo is very homesick all the time. Yes, Pablo is very homesick. So right now, you look across the hall. Pablo is looking out into the hall with his little elbows up. Yeah, and there is like, (laughs) and inside the room, there's also the sound of muffled explosions happening. That's what's going on across the hall directly. Too. Love those Vera twins. That's what you got going on there. So now we're left in the room and it's just the four of us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, I still think we should check on this window situation and how to get rid of the alarm. So do you guys want to come talk to the Maginomic with me? Or do you guys want to stay here? Hey, Brennan, how you feeling? Bucks up. He had that orange and tea. He actually ate something. He drank something. He like, stands up straight and he like looks around. Let's go bust Fiona out. Yeah. yeah. Carry me. End of episode. Autonomic is a precocious LLC production. Izzy Kia is performed by Liz Anderson. Maya Shale is performed by Taylor B. Hill. Brennan Bravo is performed by Stephen Klopa. Monique Mitra is performed by Pranks Paul. And I, Kat Cool, serve as our story's narrator. All music on the show is made by MJ. Autonomic is played in Autonomic, which uses the Bright system, which is used in Burn Bright and owned by Roll20. Roll20 is a virtual tabletop that runs from your web browser where you can play tabletop games online with friends at Roll20.net. Until next week. <laughs>